Welcome to the FitPro Podcast, a brand new initiative from FitPro for forward-thinking professionals who want the latest information while on the move. We hope you enjoy this week's pod, and for further information about today's podcast, head over to our social media pages and start the conversation. And to offer feedback and suggestions for future podcasts, get in touch with us at publish at fitpro.com. and welcome to our FitPro podcast today, Your Strong, Sexy Pregnancy. My name is Jane Waller from FitPro and I would like to introduce our speaker today, Desi Bartlett. Desi is an international presenter and an author. And Desi, welcome. And if you wouldn't mind taking a minute or two just to tell our listeners a little bit more about yourself. I know there is actually quite a lot to tell, so I'd prefer that it came from you. Thank you so much, Jane. I'm really excited to speak with you today. I've been in fitness and yoga for over 25 years. I have two fitness-related degrees, 10 certifications. I've done 10 DVDs, um, yoga, dance, and fitness in English, E in Espanol. And um, now I have the book. So there's a lot that I do because I wake up every day really, really excited and passionate about helping people to feel great in their bodies. That's that's great. um, I have to say, the, the words sexy and pregnant are not normally two words I put in the same sentence, but I'm, I'm loving seeing it there. So can you maybe explain that to me? Yeah, so I, I really feel like sexy is something that means magnetic and confident. And when we stand up tall and we have good posture and we present ourselves in a way where we feel ready to engage with people and um, just strong in our own physical bodies. I I think that there's something magnetic about that and people react to that. And to me, that is incredibly sexy. So I'm not using the term in, in a way that's sexualized. It's more about being magnetic and powerful and feeling great in your own body. Yeah, and it it certainly is. It's an, an amazing stage of life. Um, so in your view, Desi, then, what is the best type of exercise during pregnancy? Is there a simple answer to that? <laughs> um, very wise question. Unfortunately, no, there is not a simple answer to that. We all have um, types of movement that we enjoy and types that we don't, and we are more likely to engage in the exercise that we actually enjoy. So I, I really feel like... Um, the best type of exercise is the exercise that you'll actually do. But then of course, during pregnancy, we have to be mindful that these different types of exercises that we're going to engage in are incredibly safe for both mommy and baby. So yoga is um, a, a yoga program that you believe it is okay to start during pregnancy? Yes. So generally, Jane, the, the rule that um, has been shared with us from doctors and, and different uh, uh, experts in the field of obstetrics is that pregnancy is not the time to begin an exercise program in which you have never participated before. So for example, if you weren't you know, a beach volleyball player before you were pregnant, now is not the time to start. But yoga is the exception to that rule. It is totally safe to engage in a yoga program. It just simply needs to be modified so that it is prenatal yoga. And going through the stages of pregnancy, obviously 
um, a mum-to-be is going to be more mobile. Uh, so, you know, what are, the, what are the considerations there with taking up yoga as a program, um, you know, with the, you know, the amount of stretching and flexibility involved? Another great question. So during pregnancy, we have a spike in the hormone called relaxin, which helps to relax everything. And the joints can get a little bit loosey-goosey. And so we need to make sure that everything is stabilized, especially um, it, something that's especially of concern for most women is the SI joint. So the sacroiliac joint is where the lower back and the pelvis come together. And even though those joints don't have a lot of mobility in daily life, when we add in relaxin, there's a little bit more. So now we've got the baby growing in front in the belly and the belly is pulling forward. We have the sacroiliac joints in back a little bit loosey-goosey. We need to make sure that all of this is stabilized. And one of the easiest ways to stabilize the SI joints is to simply make sure that the sacrum is level. So one of the ways that I do this with my clients and with my students is by having them sit, especially, especially during the third trimester, sitting on an exercise ball um, or physio ball, whatever you want to call it. It has so many names. Alternatively, sitting on a chair. Either type of movement is going to help to stabilize the SI joints and to help to keep the sacrum level so that mommy and baby are safe. Okay, so within a, within a yoga program, there are obviously some movements that would have the, the client um, laying on their back. So what is the correct information around that? So generally, it's contraindicated to lay flat on your back during exercise past or during the second trimester and beyond. I'm a little overly cautious and I stop during the first trimester. As soon as the pregnancy is confirmed, I invite women to elevate in any of the exercises or poses that are traditionally practiced flat on your back. This is when I incorporate all the different wonderful yoga props that we have. So I like to bring the head above the heart and the heart above the hips by placing blocks and a bolster. A bolster is simply a great big pillow underneath the mommy so that she is both safe and supported. If she's laying flat on her back, we run the risk of putting um, pressure on the vena cava, which is responsible for venous return. So think of it, Jane, as sort of like a, a hose, like a, a water hose for watering your garden. It, it's kind of um, parallel to just putting a big rock on that hose so it blocks the flow. So I, I never, ever want to do that. I am going to lift up her head and her heart and keep everyone safe. Yeah. Um, so how does fitness training, or more specifically yoga in this case, help prepare the mum-to-be for labor and delivery? So we never know how long labor and delivery is going to last. Yeah. It's sort of like preparing for a marathon, but you don't know if it's going to be an hour, is it going to be a day, is it going to be two or three days? So we really want her to feel strong and empowered and have all the different tools in, in her toolbox that she might need. So she might need strength, she might need flexibility, she might need power, she might need the ability to stay present in her body. All the different elements that we practice in yoga help with this. Additionally, in, in the style that I practice and teach, 
there's a lot of focus on safe core training during pregnancy, as well as safe pelvic floor training. And so these are the muscles that are gonna help her to push. So when it's time to um, bring that beautiful baby into the world, she's ready. Yeah, and um, so how quickly then, I mean, someone's gone through a, a program, you know, they've had a healthy pregnancy, they deliver well, I'm not quite sure what well means, but you know, they've, <laughs> they've got through the process. Um, how quickly can they actually, you know, return to exercise after labor and delivery? So we really need the mommy to see the doctor and to have doctor's clearance after she's had the baby. And it's gonna be a little bit different for every woman. As um, every woman is different, every pregnancy is different, you know? So I, I have two babies with my first baby, it was very, very different than with the second baby. Hmm. And we need to make sure that her pelvic floor has started to heal before we introduce any kind of exercise. So what I'd like to do with mommies when they've um, first had babies, if there is that desire to, you know, I want, I want to do something. I'd like to invite them to breathe deeply, to enjoy meditation, and to, to take a stroll with their baby. And this is gonna be a really, really gentle way to reintroduce exercise and to reintroduce a little bit of core and pelvic floor strength. I think sometimes folks forget that when we're in, um, you know, something like Ujjayi Pranayam, it's that deep breath through the nose. It sounds like, it sounds like the ocean's waves. That helps to engage our core and our pelvic floor yeah. and it helps us to reintroduce exercise in a really gentle way. Are there any, you know, contraindications to doing yoga during pregnancy? Anything that, you know, the, the PT or the group X instructor should, should be aware of? Yeah, for sure. It's really important, once again, that we have doctor's clearance. And mm -hmm. if there is a high-risk pregnancy, we want the mommy to speak with her OBGYN and see exactly what, what do we need to know. So, um, it, here in the U.S., uh, over the age of 35 is considered to be high risk simply because of age. And so I had both of my babies over the age of 35. And I spoke with my OB and I said, you know, I teach yoga, I teach fitness, I feel great, I don't feel like I'm high risk. And no. she said, um, you know, there, there has to be a cutoff and insurance companies and um, keeping women safe, it, it's important that there's a cutoff in terms of age, but not everyone fits in that cutoff in terms of what their fitness profile is. Sure. So my, my answer here is really that there are no hard and fast answers in anything with pregnancy. There are generalizations that we need to know about. We need to know that if she's over 35, it's considered high risk, but we also need to know that she might be someone who's super fit and can speak with her doctor and we might work around that a little bit. Additionally, it, it's all the other um, contraindications that you see for exercise in general. Yeah. You know, if, if there's a heart condition, if there's, um, if there's problems with the spine, all these different things that we see in fitness, we, we really need to be aware of that during pregnancy because there are going to be enormous modifications for her program. Yeah. Um, and in your book, uh, Your Strong Sexy Pregnancy, you do refer to DR. So can you explain what that is and, um, and what's that about? 
Yeah, so um, diastasis recti, I, it's so confusing. You, we disagree all the time on how to even pronounce it, I think, in the fitness field. And the reason for that is because um, diastasis is a Greek word and recti is a Latin word. So um, it is the two sides of the abdominal wall have um, connective tissue between them. It's, it's called an aponeurosis. And that aponeurosis and that connective tissue should feel when we're, when we're not pregnant, it should feel very similar to the cartilage in your ear. So if you feel the top of your ear, it, it's, it's firm. And then during pregnancy, obviously that has to stretch and it has to make space for the baby. And during pregnancy, it feels more like um, the inside of your cheek because it can okay. stretch. Now, sometimes um, the, the tensile quality of that is lost. You know, if a woman has twins, if she has triplets, if she has um, some kind of condition that makes that overstretch, then after pregnancy, when we're doing the little check to see, you know, how far apart are the two sides of the abdominal wall, if it's more than, you know, two and a half, three fingers, then we start to refer out. And um, we, we can help to begin to uh, heal a little bit with yoga, but I really prefer to send women who have pronounced diastasis recti to physical therapists, specifically the ones who um, specialize in pre and postnatal because those are the people who are going to know if she needs kinesio tape on, on her lower back, if she needs a belt, if she needs um, specific deep abdominal work that is going to be something beyond the scope of a pre and postnatal yoga teacher. Yeah. Um, Desi, that just about brings us to the end of our um, chat today, but is there anything that you would like to add, any you know, specific tips for the PT, the group X instructor that would, um, that would be really relevant to this? Yeah, so um, I really love the work of a gentleman in San Diego named Paul Check, and he speaks yeah. of the inner unit. We know and Paul. How, Yeah, exactly. And how the diaphragm and the pelvic floor and the deep core muscles, the inner core and the multifidi and back all works together. And so just being aware that during pregnancy, you know, that, that inner unit, that inner core, it, it has a, um, a roommate. <laughs> it yeah. has someone living in there. So not only do we need to keep it strong, but we also need to be aware of how we're approaching it. And I, I'm a mom of two. I, I approach that with women in, in a loving and kind way. And before I give anyone any kind of exercise or movement, I know I'm going to sound like big hippie and that's okay because I am. I make sure that my intention is to strengthen and protect mommy and baby. Yeah. Um, Desi, that does bring us to the end, but I did want to tell our listeners out there that you, um, you do have your book out there. It's with Human Kinetics in the UK, Your Strong Sexy Pregnancy. It's a beautiful book. Um, I have looked through it um, it goes through the three trimesters and then also the stages after um, after birth uh, it's it's a lovely book and we are actually going to be featuring it in our January Feb um, members digital magazine so our members will be able to see a little bit more from it there but thank you very much Desi for joining us today I know it's earlier in the morning there for you over in California 
Um, but we look forward to hearing from you again. So thank you very much. Thank you so much. And thank you for um, giving me the space and time to share what I love to do, which is to empower women throughout pregnancy and beyond. For more information about FitPro education and for details on FitPro membership and insurance, you can visit us at fitpro.com. We hope you enjoy the today's podcast and see you next time. Thank you.